like a roller coaster. There are uh, certain ups and downs in our life. It's your choice. Either you rebel against the life's challenges, uh, resenting about every moment of life, or else uh, facing the difficulties and learning the experiences on the way. When you start learning, it gives an opportunity for your growth, development, and become a better version of yourself. Facing the challenges, learning from it, and bouncing back quickly from these setbacks is resilience. Vanakkam, welcome to Dr. Jiko podcast, season two, challenging and resilient stories. I am your host, Dr. Rajiya Rabi. This episode, we are having a wonderful woman from Jerusalem, a coach, a mentor, a business consultant, founder of uh, Making It Work For You, Making It Work With You. <clears throat> and uh, above all, she proudly says that she is a full-time wife and mother. Her slogan or motto is, do what you love and love what you do. She has a specific line in her uh, emails. It shows her passion for learning. If you're still learning, then you are smart enough to know that there is still knowledge out there to learn. I am honored and happy to welcome a powerful, positive personality from Jerusalem, it's Joe, to my podcast. Welcome, Joe. Thank you, Raji. Thank you. Yes, it's uh, great to be here. That's my pleasure. And please tell about yourself, yourself, the things which you are not okay. Sure. Um, so I was born in the United Kingdom, and I was living there for eighteen years. Um, my I was predominantly brought up in a Jewish world, um, going to a Jewish school most of my life. And mixing mostly with Jewish kids. And um, towards the end of the time that I lived in England, I lived there for 18 years. At the age of 16, I went to a vocational college and it was a mixed group of people. And that was the beginning of the end. That was the beginning of um, the most incredible time in my life because I started to mix with different kinds of people and understood that there was a whole world out there for me. So um, at the age of 16, I went to a vocational college and at the age of 18, I left um, the United Kingdom and I moved on to Jerusalem, to Israel. Um, when I moved to Israel, I met my husband um, quite, quite some time in the, in, within the time I lived in Israel. Um, met my husband and we have two wonderful kids, Isabella and Evan, age nine and five. That's sweet. That's sweet about you. And uh, tell us about your profession. Okay, so um, I started off in a bagel store, mm -hmm. serving bagels to people in the middle of Jerusalem, in the center of Jerusalem. Um, that is where I started to learn Hebrew and was able to, you know, to converse with other people within Israel. Um, and to be honest with you, though, Jerusalem is, is a big community of Anglos and a lot of people speak English, too. 
but of course I had to advance in my Hebrew to be able to survive in in the same country as where everybody speaks that language mm-hmm. um, but people do speak English too mm-hmm. um, so moving moving from the bagel store um, I started working with a corporation called IDT that um, had different departments with customer service sales um, fundraising, different different types of departments. I worked in the sales department. I started as a sales agent. Within a few months of being a sales agent, I became a sales manager, mm-hmm. and I managed a group of almost forty um, very young boys, mostly mostly boys <laughs> or <Yeah>. young men. <laughs> um, it was challenging, of course, and very interesting. Mm-hmm. And I would say that that is where my career really started. Um, where and where it got me to to today um idt left me sent me um through to tourism travel and tourism mm-hmm. i worked in uh for seven years i worked with um, a travel and tourism organization and brought many 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 um young jewish professional americans to israel on a free trip um it was very interesting um, my son got diagnosed with um, um, diabetes in 2018, uh, type 1 diabetes, and I chose from then on to, um, that was that was the, the turning point in my career that I decided that it was time to work for myself and be able to have more time with my family. And that's why we're here today. Now I'm working, I, I run my own company, it's called Making It Work For You. Um, it's actually a, I mentor, I coach, I work with, um, virtual assistant services as well. And I kind of mix it all up together and it's, it's really interesting. I'm really loving it. That's interesting. That's interesting. There's a variety of background and you, you were in a diverse (coughs) cultures also. No, I was one. Diverse cultures, diverse cultures. You are traveling in diverse Diverse cultures. cultures, uh, Yeah. Yeah. Yes, very much yeah. so. And now, even more so now, ever since I've been on LinkedIn, Mm-mm. I've been on LinkedIn now a year and a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I'm really, I'm meeting the most incredible people like I met you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. It's so amazing. Much. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. Amazing. it's just amazing. It's just amazing. And would you please share about your happy moments, joyous moments, and what are the life lessons you have learned from that moment? So I would say that the most joyous time in my life would have to be when I met my husband. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that's one of the most joyous times. The truth is having both my kids was a joyous time too, but it all started with my husband. So let's start there. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, was, um, it was an interesting meeting. His, um, his half-brother had recently passed away mm-hmm. at a very young age, and he was in a bit, bit of a bad time. Mm-hmm. And we met through a mutual friend and we, we happened to live across the street. It was, it was just fate. It was all just fate. Mm-hmm. Um, we spent a lot of time together and um, eventually we got engaged. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I would say that for me, I, I always tell people that there is someone out there for everyone, no matter what. Everybody, you know, life isn't life isn't a, a bed of roses. Life isn't easy, mm-hmm. but and sometimes when you're just not looking for it, it just appears. Yes, yes. absolutely. I tell yeah. wonderfully. 
yes uh, would you uh, care to share some uh, your difficult times and what kind of emotions uh, you are go have gone during that time right so um one of the most there's there's a few emotional times uh more than a few in my lifetime um when i was 13 my brother was 17 and his best friend passed away um and that was pretty difficult a bit pretty difficult time for our family um our parents were very close with the the boy who passed away's parents so it was a pretty difficult time but for me the most um difficult time was when my grandmother passed away she was an incredible woman um in fact i was thinking about her today being uh, iwd today um i was just thinking about her we she also she lived you know two seconds away from my house and we spent um day in and day out together she was my total mentor in life she taught me everything that i know today um or at least what what i know today from from those times because she didn't live in the times when you know everything was more than technology and things like that um she was she was an incredible woman she taught me to play scrabble mm-hmm. um which i i just love to play mm-hmm. um and yeah it was an emotional time she came to live in israel in 2011 mm-hmm. and unfortunately she really only made it um 6 months in and passed away after 6 months but she got to meet my daughter Isabella mm-hmm. so that was like a really special time for us um was it an emotional time i mean any death in a family is an emotional time but you have to you have to learn to 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 cope with it because you know people are born and people die and that's life so you just have to accepting. keep going accepting the yeah. life as it is got to be accepting yes. yeah okay okay uh would you tell about uh, your any turning points in your life any breakthrough any breakthrough um i would say being becoming a manager at the age of 26 was quite mm-hmm. a breakthrough for me mm-hmm. um it was it was um unexpected but it was what i was fighting for for a long time Mm-hmm. I spent um some time before that trying to um I wouldn't say I wouldn't say beat beat somebody else to the position but I I was I was I was c- competing against somebody else for a long time who was much older than me mm-hmm. and um I think that he probably deserved it more than me but mm-hmm. in what happened was is that you know I I showed a different kind of personality and in the end that was what that I was the chosen person. Mhm. Okay. What kind of emotions definitely when you are competing with uh, some person who is elder than you who is more ha- uh, who is having more experience than you definitely you will have that uh, transition period the change will be there no how do you manage that change? Well, change change is a hard one, you know. Um we talk about it a lot. Um change change it it just, you know, you just have to kind of roll with it. You have to you have to just be able to persevere and move forward and be able to to cope with it. Um changes happen daily, hourly, minutely, you know. It's 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 not something that's always in our control. but that's just that's just what happens and 
you have to, I mean, you know, I, I use positivity as, as my lifeline. Mm. Um, so you just have to take the good from the bad and say, these are the things I'm going to follow. And to really understand the situation, it's just mm-hmm. the best way. Yeah, yeah but change, change is not an easy one. <laughs> yes, of course. It's very difficult, but we need to embrace the change to survive. Have to. Yeah, yes. we really do. Okay. What are the uh, life lessons you have learned from your period, from your lifetime? Is there any specific life lessons you are learning you want to share with the audience who are listening this podcast? Because since you are, so, I have, I have uh, personally see you in the LinkedIn, at, uh, I think more than 50,000 followers and your posts are uh, really awesome. Because and this podcast definitely you can tell the tips to the people how these people become resilient how they want need to face the challenges in these difficult times i i just want to use this platform uh, to talk about this uh, resilience and the tips to resilience and how we can able to face the challenges that's purely from you thank you um a good one i challenges i mean look it's 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 like i said it's about positivity it's always about positivity it's about taking all the good things that are in front of you and saying that you know i'm going to manage whatever it is and cope and move forward um i think that a lot of people um look at positivity And I'm not saying, and I I mentioned this last week, I'm not saying that you always have to be a positive person, but it's important to have that positive mindset right there and to to embrace the situations and to say, these are the things that I'm going to do and these are the ways I'm going to be able to get out of the bad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's nice, that's nice. And any other life lessons you have learned from your life and you want to share with the people? Gosh, there are so many. <laughs> um, I, think that, I think that it's important to understand that um, from, from where I'm coming from, that life, again, life changes a lot all the time. Um, you meet different people from different diverse backgrounds. You meet people that you wouldn't necessarily come along or come to meet without um, certain aspects in your life. For example, starting my business and going on LinkedIn, I got to meet a million incredible people. There are so many incredible people that I've met. Um, I think that um, in life, you have to really look at, um, you have to look at the good, you have to look at all the good that there is. Um, You have to um, embrace everything that there is life is is an extremely short time there is there is no doubt in my mind you know like i said before i we we suffered a loss in our family um, a member a friend of my brother's when he was 17 uh, family passes away friends pass away it happens death happens but life is short and it's important as you said before that you know i go by do what you love and love what you do that people should people should embrace what they love nobody should be forced to work in a position that they don't enjoy 
um, it's important to understand that um, a job, if you're in a job that you're really unhappy with, that you need to you need to find something different. And even if that takes some time, I was I was very unhappy towards the end of my time, spent seven and a half years in a travel and tourism company. And towards the end, it just, it wasn't, it wasn't filling my days. Mm-hmm. And I understood that it was time to change. And I took a very big risk. I, I got up one day in August and I said, I'm done. And I went to the office and I said, I'll give you a month's notice and it's, it's time for us to move on. And we agreed, we parted ways easily, but um, it's important to understand that you need to be in a place in life where you're happy and that you do, when it comes to business, that you do what you love. Because if you don't do what you love, you're not going to be happy. That's the way I see it. Absolutely, absolutely. It's fantastic. Yes, thank you so much. Uh, it's a... Uh, Definitely an uh, inspiration for people who are listening because you, you keep on telling about the positivity, 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 and you need to embrace the change, accept yourself. And uh, again, you are quoting that uh, do what you love. It's amazing. So it's an important thing because life will be very easy. When you follow this difficult thing, definitely life will be easy, isn't it? Oh, I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people say that uh, when you do what you love and love what you do, you basically don't work a single day in your life. Mm. Um, I think you do. I think that you work, but I think the work that you do is what you love. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, I, I support people all the time. I, as, as you know, I mentor and I speak with people all day long. And I love people. <laughs> it, it just, it's just amazing to mm. like hear different ideas from people, different collaborations, different thoughts. You know, when I sit in a group of people and we talk, I just, it just, it just inspires me all the way. Mm-hmm. So I think that I think that it's important to love what you do and to, to be happy because otherwise, you know, and and the idea of of working every day, well. I mean, everybody, everybody needs to work at something, whether it's work for pay, for mm-hmm. money, or whether you're working just, you know, you're volunteering, which is a great, for a great cause, which is really important too. It's still work. We work, we clean houses, like we clean our house, we do our dishes, we still work. But as long as you enjoy it, that's the main thing in life. That's nice. That's nice. Thank you so much, uh for joining this podcast and uh, really I have learned a lot from this uh, conversation. Thank you so much, Joe. Is anything you want to tell to the audience specifically? No, I mean, just like I said, do what you love and love what you do. That's the most important thing to do. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you.